0: The Sharp Tank, no jumper, sharpest, coolest podcast in the world, and today, I don't think he need any introduction, because everybody know him, man, you know, real LA native, really mashing for his ration, we got Glasses Malone in the building today,
1: My God, how I you feeling, me? man? I'm cooling, man, I'm cooling.
0: Everything cool? How was your morning? How'd your morning start?
1: Man, I should have started with this text. Yeah. I didn't even know we rescheduled to today. So, yeah. Um the text came in the morning. Uh Mike back too far. It's yeah, yeah. so my name, Mike. Yeah. So uh what about there? A little bit better? There you go. That's better. Okay, don't cut that out. That's player. That's player. <laughs> uh, nah, okay. So it started because uh we I didn't know that, you know, they had rescheduled for today. Nobody yeah. told me. Mm-hmm. And um so it was just it was dope. I got up. I didn't even go. I was supposed to get a haircut and I didn't go. I was like, I need to be on time.
0: Yeah, That's been man. my
1: whole thing about uh getting older is being on time.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't really want to play with nobody else's time. Right. I don't know what's why that is, but yeah. it didn't it then got way more serious. So this whole promo run for uh cancel these nuts and visiting people and politicking with people on the on these uh cameras, it's just been about being on time. So I just wanted to be on time. I ended up coming here about twelve minutes early.
0: Yeah. So that was yeah. good. Well, I always say, you know, time is everything. Like you can't get that back. I don't care if it's ten minutes. I don't care if it's a second, sixty seconds. You can't never get it back. So you know, I've always as I've gotten older, I felt like, you know, spend your time wisely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be so careful. Maybe that's when you spend what it's it. about. Yeah, yeah you just trying Getting to spend older, your time yeah. wisely.
1: You know yeah. And not waste nobody else's. True. You know what I mean? I don't wanna have y'all Sitting around waiting for me, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, nah, I'll be here. So yeah. that's just where you at.
0: Tell me a little bit about the cancel cancel these nuts. Tell me a little bit about that. I heard you speak about
1: none. Nah, just the attitude, you know. Yeah. Like like the West haven't the West used to to lead the country in attitude. Mm. It was the wildest. You know what I mean? You, wild you West. Yeah, yeah. The wild wild West. You couldn't. <laughs> the police couldn't grab the wrist too hard without us. You know what I mean? Going yeah. off and tearing some up. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of the over the last maybe 20 years, we done adopted everybody else's kind of subdueness. Mm. You know what I mean? A lot of things have kind of calmed down and it's like, nah, we still got to lead the way when it comes to this.
0: I was going to say, because I've been in LA living here for probably like the last three and a half months.
1: They trip. No, no, no. Not they trip. The streets <laughs> is consistent. But, Streets it, is yeah, but the representation to the rest of the world yeah. of our street urban culture. Yeah. I feel like we haven't did a great job of people realizing that we still don't. Yeah. So cancel these nuts is just that attitude reintroduced again to people. And, you know, this is a whole generation of kids that never got to see Dr. Dre like I did when I was 10, 11, 12, and, yeah. and Snoop Dogg. And they didn't see that. You yeah. know I mean? Some of these kids was just born, you know, 20 years ago. we talking about 2010 right 2003 2005 you know what i mean yeah. they didn't see dr dre and snoop they didn't really get to see the west in his heyday right. and that's kind of to me why you hear a lot of these artists i heard greedy uh shout out to 3 Greedo, but i heard him say like who is battlecat like cuz battlecat he's he this little he's a little baby when battlecat doing his thing and they right. didn't really get to see how the west put on for the world
0: right. so
1: it's about reintroducing that energy you know what i mean so yeah. people can see how the west get down
0: how long? How long you been doing music?
1: Professionally, fifteen years now. This is my fifteenth season.
0: You know, if I'm not mistaken, the first time I heard you, I want to say was back in like maybe oh eight oh nine. I think you had did a joint on a video game called Midnight Club L A. Yeah, shout out
1: to Static Selector.
0: Static Selector, and uh, y'all had did. Um, it was actually the intro to the South Central expansion.
1: That's true, and it's crazy because Static was so afar. So far ahead on that wave, I didn't even really realize who Static Selector was at that time. Like, yeah. I was still just very much a crip at that time. You know what I mean? I didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I didn't really. Yeah. All I knew was street rappers and guys who had other songs that I liked. Cool. So, I didn't really realize hip hop behind the scenes with those type of producers and that type of mind. It's funny because I just hit that about a month ago. It was like, What up, Static? He was like, What up, G? And it was just. I didn't really get a chance to get his number but I was calling him to thank him because I didn't understand it back then what he was doing for me. And um You just recently important. talked to him? Yeah, but I didn't really get a chance to even go further because I was doing three things, but for sure after I hop off this podcast, I'm going to remind myself to hit him back again and send him my number so I could thank him. Yeah. Cuz he introduced me into a lot of folds and waves and different people that like street urban culture from the outside that ain't a part of it, that that live in the suburbs, that live in overseas and you know those type of guys have entrance to those audiences, and that's important.
0: Not everybody, you know, especially back then, like, you know, just up and coming, just moving. If you ain't got a big-ass, super, huge-ass following was getting on video games. That's yeah. hard to do, bro, to yeah. get your music on a video game. If you ain't got, like, this super-ass motion you know what I'm saying, to where you known worldwide and they had no choice but to throw your joint on there. For them to have y'all feature yeah. that expansion or whatever they had put on the game at the time, that was crazy, man.
1: Yeah, I, but I, I've been blessed this whole time. Like yeah. um, like my story in LA is unique. You know, I grew up in Compton and watched my whole life. My mom and dad broke up when I was younger. My mom kept her house in Compton since she went to the feds the first time. My dad lived mm-hmm. and watched my whole life. So I've been back and forth able to get this great experience of culture all the whole time. Yeah. And so the streets, don't get me wrong, the streets don't love nobody, but they always been okay to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? The the, the coldest names, you know what I mean, the greatest names in the history of gangbanging, like those and those are people to me that I recognize and call friends and people that I admire. You know what I mean? fuck I with. Like I love all of them. I feel like they're, you know, the ones that represent well, I like that. So it's always been great. And the same for hip hop. When I got into the business, I had songs on Madden 07. I had a song right now produced by Scott Storch. Mm. Um, I had, I've been on GTA games, a song with me and Problem. I had two yeah. songs on that. I had songs with Static Select. You have
0: been, group. yeah, because I was like, Static Selected. that one was, people don't even know that one was years, years ago. ago. That's no, not even. Yeah. Not even
1: knowing, like I said, like, not even knowing, because I never played the game. Right. By the time 2003 happened, I was off video games two one, I when I'm hustling, I'm off video games completely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like them times now, I'm sitting in the spot selling that sherm. I'm not playing no <laughs> game. I'm counting this coin, you know, trying to get yeah, the right. So yeah. to watch this whole kind of development of video games now where it's like, you know, people socially interact with their friends. Yeah. You no, know, by the time I stopped playing video games, it wasn't no connected to no nobody body. You really just played at the house. You just
0: played. I was a kid, you know what I mean? Fights used to happen nigga, yeah. house over that You're shit. A real squabble. Ain't no For real squabble.
1: Screaming over no headphones. So
0: I've seen them. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so to watch out how the development of all that shit came, has been dope. And that was my point. I think the streets been good to me. You know, they have been okay to me. You know what I mean? It didn't happen to me like everybody else, but I see the positive side. Same with the music business. It been really good to me, dog. I ain't really had no complaints. It was me not putting the most effort, so yeah. I ain't really got no complaints.
0: So do you feel like... You having certain characteristics was what was able to open the door from because let's be real, like like you said, to be gang banging, they look they get stuck in it, yeah. like and they don't they don't leave it, you know. Even if they have a talent or something that could push them forward, you know, they will really kind of just stay in their box because that's what they are comfortable with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So to see you, you pretty much said you stepped outside the box, like you were able to go with different people. That's probably what elevated your career.
1: I think it's luck. So I think it's two things, right? I think it's luck and being sober. Like I ain't never drank nothing. I ain't never smoked nothing a in my life. So yeah. I'm always aware. So certain people that another person might pass, I shut that hand. Like when you see when I'm walking in, the man that's right there, I remember them last two people, I'ma shake the man hand. The man that's over here, cub behind engineer, I'ma shake You gotta back hand. up
0: to go shake his
1: hand. Yeah. One day gonna be running it. Yeah.
0: That's
1: just the hustler mentality. Yeah, you treat everybody like you got some sense. You know <laughs> You treat everybody. You treat you treat the doorman. A lot of the doorman that I was shaking hands at when I first got in the business in 2007, them niggas is running labels. And them niggas remembered I shook them hands. Like everybody deserves some respect, even if you think their job ain't that important. And that's always worked out for me. But I think it's a lot of luck because a lot of it happened, Especially the way they be talking about these. Hear these stories about some of these execs, and and I look at how like Mace and Puff changes. Life and it's talking crazy about this. I'm looking at myself like I don't give a what Cuz did to you. He changed your life and made you a millionaire. If one day you can get up on a stage, Cuz and be bashing this, bro, I really don't understand what type of man you is.
0: I wouldn't want to with you because you're giving me a preview already of what's to come if I go with you. You can do that like that. And you've known that for years, and he changed your life. I don't give a what, what's what else going he on. did. Yeah, like, I don't give a. For a second, and I feel I feel
1: you on that, bro. And so where I'm at with it is like really keeping that. I, I was having this conversation with Charlamagne on the Breakfast Club, and I was telling him, he was like, Man, glasses, do you get tired of being street? And I'm like, being street is about being a man. How you handle yourself as in the being street. a man. Even even once I walk in this room, shaking Cuz hand is the streetest thing I could do. Treating everybody I, I walk in the PJs, bro. We'll walk to the Pinkstone because Yeah, I know this I know this, I know these niggas, these is the but guess what? These little one day gonna be this. And that's how you treat people. So yeah. I think I've always walked it that way. You know what I mean? I don't know who is who. You know what I mean? It's easy to walk in this motherfucker and shake Adam here.
0: Yeah.
1: Somebody might walk right past, cuz. You
0: know, that's why even like when I be here around everybody, I always treat everybody equal and fair, like I with them. If there's an interview I can bring them in on, They be like, damn, it it might not even make sense for them, because they're like, damn, Sharp, you already doing your thing. Why you gonna drag me? Why you gonna bring me in? It's because, bro, if we around, I'm here to help. We gotta help one another, you know? And like you said, I don't know who gonna come up on or get into what tomorrow. Might remember how I with him and was cool with him out of everybody, come pick me out, wanna go, you know what I'm saying, make a couple million with me or give me a business venture because it was so cool with them. You yeah.
1: know what I mean? And relationships, like everything, bro. Yeah, and minus, like I said, but that's just the streets teach you diplomacy, especially if you hustling. Yeah. If you hustling, the streets gonna treat gonna teach you diplomacy. Like cause you just can't get rich with your own homeboys. No. You, as a crip, you can't just sell drugs to Crips. You ain't gonna make no money. You ain't make no so money. I need to sell hamburgers to vegans too. You know what yeah, I mean? Everybody yeah. gotta you gotta go politic and everybody community. And yeah. I just brought that same mentality. I'm I'm All the greatness that being street can bring you, and it's my job to keep, you know, blazing that trail like a iced tea, you know what I mean, like the before me to me that were hella street, and then they changed their lives through this music business through hip hop.
0: Yeah.
1: That's my job.
0: What do you, do you feel like, uh, maybe you can help me, you know what I'm saying, dissect it, I mean, do you feel like gangster rap and street rap's kind of different? Because, you know, you hear gangster rap say, you know, you might pop it do something but then you know back in the day you had like Ice Cube that was putting out music. I feel like he put out music for the streets. It was a different type of lingo. Mm. You feel like you know what I'm saying do you feel like there's it's a difference because some people probably say well Sharp there's no difference. You know the street gangster it's all the same but I feel like there's a there's a separation in it a little bit.
1: Good and bad. <laughs> Good and bad. Ice Cube is really, really great. Yeah. Yeah you know I mean that other could be shallow. You know what I mean? It could just yeah. be the whole conflict between men. Right. And like I hear a lot of people judging a lot of the drill rap. Oh, you know, it's just murder rap or this is just uh serial killer. It's not, man. These little kids is talking about being at war with each other. These communities are at war with each other. But somebody wants their demise and people don't respect the war. But they respect these crackers beefing with each other. They respect mm. Russia and Ukraine killing each other. They'll respect, you know, they'll be, they'll understand why, you know, uh uh Israel and 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 uh Hamas is beefing. You understand that you ain't calling them serial killers and some people will. But I'm saying it's 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 hard to put respect on why somebody's having a disagreement. It's harder to go in and really care about why these people are fighting and decide that you want to solve it. Hmm. That's harder. And that's kind of why I find myself in I'm not the kind of person that's judging why the Chicago brothers the is beefing. I'm trying to figure out what's the solution. How do we get these stop? Why do you have so much time? Where why that work? Maybe these Need opportunity. So I think when you hear Ice Cube, you hear that at the pinnacle of gangster rap, a street rap. You know what I mean? You hear somebody who's hell of aware of everything in this community, who's running a liquor store, you know what I'm saying? Right. Who's oppressing what person in which corner, who's taking what to what state to make money. You hear somebody that aware versus you hear, you know, a youngster, like a, a young nigga coming out of different places talking about it's the shallow. Not to mention these niggas high as a you know they on all kind of dope. The
0: drugs are different these days than what crazy. niggas is using. You know drugs what I'm saying? Yeah. it ain't a nigga just going and hitting a wet daddy yeah, real quick and the street. Not. Nah, Damn. we yeah. talked about it earlier. You got niggas out here smoking full blown bath salts
1: yeah. and medication. Really taking medication like psychotropic medication. So I, I I think what you hear with a lot of those guys and and I respect that as gangster rap or street rap is the same too. I just think it's not as great because the mind that mind is not as aware is mm-hmm. not as aware. Even though they was the same age when Cube started, they all... Cube is a sober nigga. Cube is really, you know, listen to his, his content. That nigga was so... He was putting me up on shit. He, That was I, your air, is what
0: you saying. That was your air.
1: I'm 9 to 10 when he comes out, you know what I mean? Right. By himself. Yes, yeah, so your mind is seven. fresh. It's young. He's it's telling me about the certain sponge. people running the liquor stores. Yeah. You know, who's oppressing what? Who's mm. holding the finances and opportunity back from my specific community. Right. So he was hella aware for his age, and now we looking at these kids who kind of dealing with they they medicating to deal with the same problems. So they just giving you the shallow look of it, man. This this person over here in this community trying to kill me, and I do whatever I got to do to stay alive, and I'm proud of staying alive. Yeah. So it's just a little bit more shallow. It's just not as good because it's not as aware. It's not as conscious of what he was talking about. But I think of it as the same.
0: To these the- kids, I feel like man, they treating uh, wars with each other like cap gun fights.
1: Yeah, like it ain't but but that's what happened when you take those drugs to suppress your conscience. You know what I mean? When you suppress mm-hmm. your conscience, you suppress your 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 everything internally, your soul. You know, a lot of that, especially those uh the, uh what's the shit uh heroin is, um, all that all the medicines and shit that's like yeah. heroin the same thing.
0: Oxycot. Yeah, and what is that it.
1: called? That's a uh Opiate. Yeah, yeah opiate. Yeah. When you suppress your soul, looking out big dog, opiate. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you taking all that. That shit suppress your soul and your conscience. You you not as aware of all your actions. That's why these... Man, I used to go to jail in the 2000s, man, I was fucking up all the time. And I be watching niggas, be cold niggas, crying, because like now ain't no drugs in here. These niggas is aware that they life now is in trouble, but the whole time they was animals on the streets. Some of the coldest niggas I knew that was on the streets go to jail and start crying. Because now ain't no dope in here to help deal with and all the And setting in. And now you're aware. You're like, hold up. I did what? Y'all trying to give me how much time? You know what I mean? And then, that's them offensive linemen numbers? Nigga, that shit just look different.
0: I, I don't understand. And maybe you can help me because you from that era. Like, it was never – I mean, I get we live in the era of, you know, the drug user. Versus when we were coming up, it was drug a drug dinner. dealer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was drug dealing music being talked. It just seems like the music today is very junkish. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm trying to it, like okay. put it into yeah, a yeah, perspective yeah. of, like, you know what I'm saying? It's very yeah. junkish. Like, it was never cool. Like, if a nigga did drugs back in the day, he tried to keep his shit on the DL. Because yeah. he didn't want nobody to roast him or cap him sure, or what sure. treat him differently. Yeah. Cause you would be treated a little bit differently. Now it's like nigga, as a nigga that don't do it, you outnumbered. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like straight up, like, man, what you mean, bro? You like, don't pop, the eat you pop these nigga Ah, nigga. You to party. I have been to parties with niggas as soon as somebody starts pulling out. Any, like, I could be at a party drinking, smoking. I'm cool with all that, right? That shit I sure. grew up on. As soon as the niggas start pulling out pills, pulling out coke, Punch start gold. pulling out any type of shit, it's time for me to go, bro. Party's over party. to me. Why is <laughs> because, you know why, the dynamic and the vibe is about to change. Sure. I'm not about to be on none of that. So their party's about to go to a whole nother <laughs> level. You know what I'm saying? So Same. I just dismiss myself, bro. It's, it's crazy to see.
1: What's weird about the music that you're talking about is, yeah. so it's not as simple as being a junkie, right? What it is is, so even back in the day, niggas was flossing, achieving money, wealth, success, right? So they was like, okay, I'm hustling, so I got this much money. What I think I hear, because I'm again, I'm sober all the time, is I hear people flossing how much they're spending on drugs. Like, this is how well I am balling now. Look, I can blow off this money. I could pour five ounces of lean inside of a 20-ounce soda. This is how much money I have. I can recklessly misuse this amount of lean, you feel me, in one serving. So it's the same flossing, but achieving it is really unique how it changed from then to now. but. I mean, long as niggas flossing, I guess that's how they feel.
0: $1,000 for five ounces.
1: Hey, like it's nothing.
0: I remember, nigga, you get that <laughs> shit from the car, you get a script, nigga, $16 $10. for a whole 16
1: And I'm mad that none of us is getting the money. <sighs> I prefer it at least when, okay, if the community is going to be on drugs, at least some black people is making the money. Now, the community is on drugs and nobody making no goddamn money because we don't even got this shit. -mm. We don't got this shit. Pharmaceuticals do. Yeah, they all—all the white folks get. They cut us out again. Cut us out again. Man,
0: I met a dude one time. Right, I don't mean to get off subject, but I met a dude one time. He was sitting at the bar, and like he was doing it. Man, this dude had a big ass bag of coke on him. He was rich, bro. Rich as hell. And he was like, uh, you know, I got. He was like, man, I got a person that just man, I got doctors make this shit for me. I got some scientists to make all this shit for me. I'll just pay them. <laughs> he got the real
1: skin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he skin. just go get it him made,
0: him, yeah, him made himself. You know, motherfuckers is that invested into where putting their money into a full-blown motherfucking scientist to have their drugs produced for them. It's that serious. It's that, is that serious, bro. But you know what? To be honest, I ain't even mad at him because everybody yeah. cutting shit with that and sure. all these days. That, that nigga, he don't want his heart to blow up. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to fuck some bitches and do some blow.
1: Exactly. And, and it's... Again, man, I used to think about the same thing when niggas used to go on burns, you know, making shrooms, Yeah. Like a PCP. It's like, this is a real chemical experiment. You feel experiment. like that affected
0: the music game a little bit? Sure.
1: Nah. niggas was smoking wet daddies. Fuck yeah. Sherman Emmonsleys. Nah, I just think- um, For sure. I remember. That I shit I smelled I, different, dog. I, I, think, I, think, I think poor people can consistently have been medicated to deal with the circumstances of being deprived of opportunities and all the other bullshit they gotta deal with. You know what I mean? So I think that hasn't changed. Because niggas was on drugs back then, but again, you could floss your wealth in other ways. Now it's about, like I said, it's about saying how much you spending on this, like I could afford to waste a thousand dollars on a 20 ounce soda. That's how much money I make. And it's just a weird thing. but. You know, if nobody's saying it, it look crazy. But that's also why we be on niggas. That's what counsel these nuts, that whole attitude is about. Like, man, we not fucking with you junkie ass niggas. You niggas ain't tough to us. I don't all that high power shit niggas talking, you on dope bitch. You don't even want to deal with this. Do it sober. If you wanna yeah. show me something, nigga? Come get cracking sober, nigga. You getting high and shit, thinking you tough, I ain't riding. You know,
0: uh, shout out to Brick Baby, because Brick Baby was saying earlier, he was like, I can't ever respect a nigga that slides high. Yeah. He said, nigga, slide yeah. sober. He said, nigga, smoke some weed. Yeah. He was like, but to be like high, bro, he's like, if you got to do that type of shit, you, you kind of use a, uh, you know what I'm saying? If you got to get faded to go make a move or slide on somebody, it ain't really in you. I'ma
1: tell, I would tell Brick, like niggas told me, mm. what's wrong with you? What's wrong with us? Mm. How are we doing this being so? How are we participating? So we probably the yeah. problems. If you ain't high, you doing this like how I was, it's just, uh, you probably the problem. But um, is it it is a different thing, you know what I mean? And and it's something to listen to with niggas. But I, I look at it as the same. I look at all the gangster rap as the same. I just think it's, cube is the pinnacle of what it can sound like because he's so aware of the community, you know, that we call the hood. Yeah. We're aware. So, but then you have those guys who are more. The conversation is a little bit more shallow. It's just a conflict amongst men, yeah. you know. It's no depth to it. It's it's provided no depth. But they also kind of, you know, high drunk. Dealing with it, young, uh, eighteen-year-old today ain't eighteen. Back when Q was
0: eighteen,
1: no, it ain't even eighteen when I was eighteen. And no,
0: it's different, bro. Like I said, when we was younger, you know, nigga that was like sixteen, you would have thought he was twenty by the way he carried himself.
1: If you look at Marvin Gaye them era, them niggas look thirty-six when them niggas was 18, 18 I, nigga years. Yeah, old. them niggas look thirty-seven. Taco meat
0: hanging. They had ain't jobs for four like.
1: years, four years of pension. So I think the population is getting younger and and. As a society, we putting less pressure on, you know, teenagers to grow up, but yeah. you know, some people think it's cool, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's great at all. I think it's a mistake. I think we have to start putting responsibility on teenagers really early, because that's that developmental time when they start screwing up. Yeah. They start, you know, if you, if you have a kid, I watch people with kids and shit, their kids get 14, 15, think they know everything. First time you think you know more than me, you need a job.
0: Hey, I think it stopped, and I know people frown upon it. But I think it stopped when you was a al- when you are not allowed to whoop your kids' ass no more. <laughs> like for real, like I, when I got my ass whooped, bro, from yeah. certain things, I never did that shit yeah. again. And yeah. if I did it again, I knew I couldn't blame nobody but myself. Yeah, and you had it coming. Yeah, I had it coming. It's too many excuses made. I don't think it's it. It doesn't make them for a better person these days, bro. Like discipline is always needed. You could throw a motherfucker in a jail cell and they just pro they just do their years, they come out with no type of rehabilitation, no type of skills,
1: no type of nothing. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like it is bullshit, bro. But that goes into just thinking the kid is supposed to understand everything you explain it. Sometimes fear is needed as a parent. But
0: we're lazy, bro. We only going to, teach. you know what we do? Well, we just teach the kids that'll listen.
1: No, go grab the one that ain't listening. He might
0: need out. it. No, not even <laughs> yeah. ass whooping, just some hands on attention, like, and sure. just trying yeah. to teach them and empower them and give them knowledge.
1: Yeah, but, but, but you it, know what I'm saying? It, it, being a parent, and this is something, I don't have kids, right? I didn't have kids. Um, being a parent. For sure I could tell you with somebody watching it, one of the key elements missing in being a parent today is mm-hmm. your kids are not scared of you. And sometimes to a 14, 15-year-old mind, my opinion, now again a motherfucker argue with it because they got kids and then they have the emotions of having kids. But being a child, I was a child once, there were certain things my mom wouldn't have been able to explain to me at 14 or 15. My brain wasn't developed enough, and I have, you know, I was a great student and could think and read. You know, all these things. But it was certain things that a 14-year-old mind couldn't digest intellectually. So she used fear to make sure this is not a decision you should make. Hmm. You know what I mean? And that kept me from making that decision until my mind was smart enough to understand why I shouldn't be making it. Well, But the belief that you could explain everything to a 14-year-old right, mind, right? you know what I mean, is probably a bit disingenuous. Right.
0: Well, let's let's look at it here, right? Back in the day... You know your mom, or you know what I'm saying whoever was around you wanted they were actually being a parent. These days, people want to be their kid's friend, and it doesn't work like that. Sure, like sure. it's cool to have a good relationship with your kid, but you got to stay a parent. Stop trying to be their best friend all the time. Yeah, you're trying to be their friend. Like you gotta you gotta be their parent because they're gonna need you to be that. Yo, it's guidance. cool. To, yeah. You know what I'm saying they need that guidance, man. Yeah. Don't worry about if they like you all the time. A lot of parents were, oh, I don't want to do that because I don't want them to be upset with me. Hey, they're going to be upset Fuckin', a lot of motherfucking yeah, times. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? If, if that stops their love for you, there's something wrong with them. Because yeah. they going to see as they grow that, you know, hey, damn, my parents kind of did this for a reason. Or the person that looked over me always showed me tough love for a reason. Because the world's hard, harder, tough. bro, it's than an ass whooping, it. dog. Way harder. Come it's way bullets. harder than Come an ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If that ass whooping stops that kid from going and fucking off their entire life yeah. in a, in an aspect of where this if this ass whooping is only going to hurt for a while, a little yeah. bit, two minutes, guess what? You can go do something that could fucking fucking hurt your life for a lifetime and you can't change it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if we don't start teaching them small, bro, they ain't never going to learn when something big come hit them in
1: the face. No. That shit's going to bust them up. Yeah. tear their ass up. And it's way harder at your parents' house than it is inside. Yeah. I'm going to fuck the hardest parent house can't fuck with outside. Outside come with bullets. Outside yeah. come with prisons. Yeah. It's just levels. You know, I'm not
0: saying cold clock your fucking kid. I'm not saying go and you know because I got kids. And I'm do I whip my kids? No, I don't. I don't have to because they listen. They know I'm not playing. Yeah, long as as you know be, what I'm saying. There's cool. a there's a there's a line that man, my kids know. Hey, I'm
1: not playing. Yeah. You
0: know, so I don't have to whoop yeah. their ass. But when your kid know they gonna play you and they can push you, they're gonna see how far they can push your buttons.
1: Well, there's a relationship between the father and the mother. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. My my mom pretty much had to punch my lights out once or twice for me to get the point. Mm. Uh, my dad, I, I knew that nigga would kill me. Yeah. So it's like it was gonna be a certain thing I Still was not gonna him? do around. Love that nigga, man. Mm. I love that nigga, man. But I know he wasn't playing, and I wasn't about to be playing with him. So again, it, it's I agree. Like th- that's the blessing of being. You feel a like it didn't
0: help you play. Yeah. Now you, know, you don't yeah. play out Hell in the world. No.
1: I'm not playing with nobody.
0: You know what I mean? Add a little bit. Because you was taught that as a grown hey, my daddy didn't play yeah, It just, you inherited it. naturally. <laughs> exactly. You, I really do believe, Glasses and We'll Move On, like, you really are a product of your environment. Hands down.
1: You know what I'm saying? And so your environment start inside your house. It dude. starts so, in your household. And don't get me wrong, I'm very much a product of, like my father, like Good Boy, like my mother, rest in peace to Olivia, I am a product of Moon, my older homies. Pluck, Tone, Boom, Man. Shady, all my old homies, Demon, feel me, Fats, all the old homies, Tone, motherfucking Blackjack. I'm a product of them too. I'm a product of Ace. I'm a product of, of all the shit them niggas instilled in me and say, hey man, this is what we not doing. Yeah. And to this day, all of those lessons, just like the ones inside the house with my mom and my father, right? the ones I learned outside of the community is just as important. I'm like one of them niggas. I ain't no hyper-emotional nigga. I'm not finna do all of the jaw jacking with you and all. Let's get down. Yeah. Even right now as an adult, let's get down. We're gonna solve it right now. Yeah. I'm not, I'm gonna come find you, I'm gonna terrorize you, jealous, worth it. It's a lot of things that I think in my mind that I could rationalize that a lot of men can't. Yeah. Because to teach a lesson and for it to be known, don't play with me, I'm not gonna play. I'm just not gonna play with people like that. Yeah. I'm not with none of that shit. I don't got time for that. Like I'll let you say shit and so and I don't even, I choose and pick my fights well. well. the day I wanna fight, you ain't gonna even know it. Cause I'ma come up and fight. We ain't for the talk, I ain't gonna argue, I ain't calling you the bitches, I ain't sending how these niggas talk to each other, call each other out of their name. We not know well, none of that.
0: Well, we have to think about it, right? Social media has created that standpoint of a nigga can get online. Talk shit over here, nigga can get online, talk shit over here, and you never cross paths. Yeah. I never saw that. Like, I never understood. It's it's new to me, but I, I've i grown to understand. That's kind of how a lot of these niggas, man, keyboard warriors, man.
1: Man, check this out. This is the thing I said about LA, and, and a couple niggas know this point of it. It ain't hard to find out with nobody yet. Man. And niggas keep playing like everybody thinks prison is not worth like, everybody, they think prison is the ultimate deterrent, and it's not. It's not. It depends. A lot of us think we can get away with a lot of shit, so it, it just depends, man. Like, I don't believe in that shit. I believe a nigga playing with me, I'm not going to play with you, so if you playing with me, you must want to learn the hard way anyway. I don't think it's tough or nothing. I think it's just about being a man. We all got to be men. Yeah. That's the one thing being street is all about, being accountable. You say something about me, nigga, you better be ready to deal with it. Right. I ain't finna argue back and forth with you. I ain't finna do all that, man. Check this out. Where your shit at? We'll see. We gonna see. I'm gonna figure out how to get right next to you. Yeah. Feel me? And if I felt you said what you said was too far, nigga, I'ma. We gon' deal with it. And and if you win, you win. But you <laughs> finna, you, like my nigga pimp said, man. You gonna smell my cologne about it for sure. Yeah. We gonna see.
0: But see, I think for that state, like social media once again has made it worse. Cause yeah, back in the day, nigga could get him up. Dust off you'll just hear about the fight now everybody pulling out cameras when them cameras come out videos get posted now everybody's commenting people are saying this saying that now it's making a nigga feel like he got to go back and really do something yeah but instead shit, of just leaving that shit sometimes for where it is or don't get him back sure. up
1: yeah but but at the end of the day it's like sometimes it needs to be there I, like I, I know this sounds crazy but I think a lot of these niggas don't have a real understanding of life and death. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's a space where people feel like, okay, how how close is this really going to happen to me? Huh? People talk like this shit won't happen to them. Like this shit can't happen to them. And then they get their ass kicked and now they gotta make a decision. Where do you wanna go? Hmm. Where you wanna go? And there's certain people like how I grew up, like, Wherever you want to go next is fine too. It is nothing to run from at this point. Like I'm I'm okay with being accountable for anything I ever said to a nigga. Whatever I said about him, I meant what I said. That's why when I come up to this motherfucker, the man like, man, you by yourself? Hell yeah, I don't need nobody, nigga. It's a gun in this car. Feel me? And if it's a real problem, nigga, I'm gonna squabble everybody down, right about it. You know what I mean? It it, I don't think it's tough because you don't win every squabble. But at the end of the day you are going to respect my name. Ain't going to be no confusing about respect for my name. You ain't going to have to ask me multiple times to fight less. unless I love you. If I love you, I might think about it cuz I really don't want to you know hurt you like that but you know what I mean? You ain't finna to ask me no thousand times, man. Like if whatever it is you want to do, I ain't going to run from none of this shit, man. This life we are, for sure nobody make it out this life alive. So at least the one thing we gonna do is you're gonna put some respect on my motherfucking name. I don't know about the rest of these niggas, but if you ain't finna be playing with me like that. Fuck all that, you feel me? You gonna duck some of these rounds, man. We're gonna get to it. Yeah. It makes sense to me and I must. To some no, people it don't. To some people it don't. And I understand that. No, you
0: just somebody that don't play, bro. Like it's not you're not out here playing characters with niggas, like and then Turning it off. No, you, like you say, you feel how you feel. Yeah. You
1: know, and 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 I'm one of them type of people you can call and, rect- and, and, and rectify a problem with. Like, yeah. I'm intelligent enough. You can call me and explain, yeah. and I understand. But what I'm not gonna do is be out here high and drunk making excuses. I ain't with none of that. I ain't playing. I'm not fucking around. I'm not trying to use nobody else's name to do nothing. I'm not playing none of that shit. That's why
0: I always want to be. That's why I'm trying to get too involved with certain shit, because I'm like, man, I want to be a problem solver. It's bossier to be a problem solver than a problem maker. That's what being a man is about, though. Than being a problem maker.
1: Being a man is all about solving problems. (coughs) Women respect you the most when you can solve problems. Edison, Southern California Edison respect you when you can solve the problem of this bill. T-Mobile respect you more, when you, your credit score up when you solve the problem. You owe us, you pay us, problem solved. Here, here's more credit score. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think there's a street credit score. There's a real credit score. And, you know, again, we're in such a time. Now <laughs> he said there's a street credit score <laughs>
0: there's, a, there's a real credit score. FICO credit score. Credit score you know, yeah, yeah. But
1: all, both of them is important.
0: Both of them are very important. To for some a man, people it's For not. a man, yes, it should 100% uh, should be, uh, for so, sure.
1: So, Sure. I feel like it's important. I think, like you just said, being a problem solver is the true accountability, man, the, the essence of masculinity. So it's, it's, you're right. And I'm glad you don't participate in some of the shenanigans because <clears throat> it makes, when I have to sit down, I'm like, let me sit down with somebody, right, who, who is about solving problems. Because mm-hmm. that's really what being a man is about. Mm-hmm. And respect to every nigga out there trying to solve their problems.
0: Yeah, man. Because I know it's not a it's, life. Life is not easy. I get it. It's not an easy game to play. Yeah, life is a game, but it ain't a game.
1: Yeah, it's not. You a Get game. what I'm saying? It's there. Ain't no two man. Ain't no three man. Ain't no reset. Ain't no playing it again.
0: Speaking uh, for for glasses, Malone. What? Where do you feel like the state of hip hop is today, just overall?
1: I mean, I say like, I think street urban culture is. Do you feel, feel like city. it's in
0: an emergency state, or do you feel like it's okay, everything's green lighted, it's nothing wrong?
1: So it it is in a and it is in a very much SOS state, right? But it's not because of what we think. It is because this culture that that the niggas in the Bronx and New York City came up with to express ourselves when you know you come from the ghetto, there was no other representation to show how we party. How we do our thing, how we wanna move, how we wanna dance, all of our shit. They didn't have movies to explain our life. They didn't have TV show. We didn't have representation. And if we did, it was always one-sided. You know, there was no way for the ghetto to express themselves. You know, you, you couldn't tell before. Like they they kept a gate on us showing ourselves to the world and our circumstance. And them niggas created a, a, a hella expressive way through a party, through ideas, and you could see it. And that's what made it great. But now it's under attack like rock and roll where, remember at this point it's being fine. It, it was a business opportunity for the ghetto. It was a way for you to employ other people to express the problems artistically like put on for the world. Down. Right, but yeah. now it's like at a space like where rock and roll where it's like, people feel like if you emulate these people, if yeah. you talk about hurting people, if you say you're going to do this, if you act like them niggas, then you're one of them niggas. And I don't like that because it's not really true. So now you're not getting a representation of the ghetto. You're getting a representation of niggas emulating the ghetto. And then they'll do some weird shit like paint their nails. And you'll be like, <laughs> so then you hear niggas like, then homies talk about, they'll be like, well, you know, that's what them niggas do. No, them niggas is not. Yeah. Them niggas is not painting their nails in none of these niggas' community. You ain't going to no nigga community, and it's a bunch of niggas with their nails painted in no ghetto in the fucking America. <laughs> not in fucking America. You ain't going to no ghetto in America, and niggas is wearing dresses. The whole so block is outside. I can't the
0: world. He over here.
1: <laughs> I can't say nothing about the Because I ain't been to the ghetto yeah. in Germany like right, that. Right, right. I ain't been to the ghetto in Japan like right, that. Right, right. But for sure, I've been to Miami's ghetto, Right, posted up. I've yeah. been to Dayton. Yeah. I've been to Detroit. Right. I've been to Cleveland. Yeah. I've been to Atlanta. And I don't give a fuck what the rappers doing. That ain't what them street niggas doing. You mm-hmm. ain't we ain't finna fall through no block and a bunch of niggas is wearing skirts outside.
0: Why do you think that is? Why do you think that new mirage of you know, the dresses and the, you know, the fingernail painting and the, you know, the heavy eyeliner now or the face makeup that motherfuckers is wearing. Like, where do you feel like this shit is stemming from? Because obviously the labels are pushing it.
1: You know what I'm saying? I ain't even blaming labels. I don't think. Three things, Short Cut, three things. One, you are trying to tell us something, but you just don't want to say it. Two, you putting on and trying to endorse something, you know what I mean? You trying to endorse something and, and create a separation in who you are and what everything else is, and you don't know how to do it. This is the laziest way to do it, right? It's like, okay, I like that, right? Three, you've been looking up to women this whole time. You want to be, you know, you love what women do. It's not crazy, but, you know, it is a bit weird, you know, but it's those things, so. I just hate that people think that represents some ghetto.
0: I just don't. I just don't like how it's attacked the black men. I don't like how it's predominantly black men that are caught in some of these situations.
1: I've been saying this the whole time. i know what I'm saying about niggas telling me. I understand
0: things. if it was just versatile and it's just you know a couple niggas this week, a yeah. couple of white boys no. this week, a couple Asians no. next week. No, it's having a pattern of niggas.
1: For sure. And my problem in hip hop, everybody knows hip hop represents the ghetto first. So then they'll look at some nigga and be like, oh, that's what them niggas doing. It's a community of niggas wearing purses. No, it's no ghetto in America where everybody wearing a purse. That ain't no trend in no ghetto. <laughs> I'd have been to all of them motherfucking ghettos. Look, that's that one and that's the thing. Hip hop has always been about us. Now it's going into a space that is about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It used to be about us. Ice Cube was a great representation of us. Yeah. Jeezy was a great representation of us. You know, you were supposed to represent us. Now you get artists representing me, and they like, you know, and then they got some money. So a bunch of other poor niggas like, well, you know, that's the homie. No, you just poor. You think this nigga to help you, but he not.
0: Yeah.
1: You're not finna get shit. If a nigga wearing a dress for sure, he ain't finna help you.
0: You feel like, uh, seems like, you know, the women are taking over in the street yeah. right about now, you know? And shout out to all them, you know, getting, it, they, getting they shine. I love it, too. But it's just like, niggas, I feel like that's happening because niggas ain't stepping up to the plate like that no more. The music's getting sloppy. Niggas is just putting out whatever.
1: Well, it could because they trying to be a bitch, and who could be a bitch better than a bitch? You know what I'm saying? They, if, they, if, if wearing dresses and purses and fingernail polish is cool, should it make sense for women to be leading the show? Oh, y'all niggas trying to be us, so I appreciate you women. Going on, bro.
0: <laughs> I mean, think about it.
1: You, you, these niggas been wearing, they've been setting the stage for the women to come in and, and make they move over street urban culture. You've been wearing dresses, skirts, yeah. purses. Niggas got weaves. Like, I'm watching
0: niggas. It ain't no fanny pack shit no more. Niggas is walking around with full-blown bags, bro. I, I, see, I see. With they shit in
1: them. I seen that shit with Fabulous uh, the other yesterday. He was like, yeah, Come you know, on, y'all talk about this person. He was like, it's a cross body bag. And it's like, in, that's a cross body bag in like Europe.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, culturally, we <laughs> <laughs> just look different. You know what I mean? But again, Fab is, is, a, is a fashion. F- I don't fuck with the anklet. He is. I don't fuck with the anklet. That's the thing. I'll I be on this. I'll be like, because you and that fucking anklet is crazy. Yeah, Take that fucking that, anklet off. That's. I do not. Bro, why is your yeah. ankles glistening? Yeah, that. <laughs> I'm crazy, But this what happen when you're too good as a lie. rapper, bro.
0: Yeah, like, the look. nigga's so I, nice, he just doing shit. Because I love fashion, bro. Like, I, lo- I love it. And I love fucking with, you know, the different fashion senses. Yeah, but some of it is a little overboard. Like, a nigga walking around like Fab, you got it, Bro, for us, you take that shit off, my nigga. Take that off, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm you, not, don't, you don't need that.
1: Or wear it in Europe. Huh? Wear it in Europe. Yeah. We don't need that. Like. Too many of us in the ghetto look up to Fab. Yeah. You know, but Fab is Fab is one of them niggas that's so good as E.M.C. Like yeah, I could just do anything. Hold up, bro. Just I, I think I think Fab. I'm not a fashionable person. I, I think of fashion as an expression of who you are. Yeah. Right. So if you're a colorful person, wear your colors. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm motherfucking, I'm I'm rich, so so I'm hards. Yeah. I'm the yeah. Now I'm comfortable. I ain't <laughs> fucking with y'all no more in these clothes. I'm going to let you, you're going to see me a mile away and be like, oh, I know what time he on. Yeah. And to me, that's what fashion well, is. Well, why not?
0: Glasses, you know you very versatile but like with your music and who you've worked with. You've mm-hmm. been able to step out the box. Okay, you can't. Know I'm saying? Try something different I than I the big and, really, and the Cortezes, you came in with the Cortezes yeah, on, but, man.
1: But, so my thing with fashion, is, shout out to my nigga T-Rail, because we always talk about this. Shout out t but, but it's like, nigga, I don't fuck with that shit. Yeah. I can't even look at white people's clothes. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Why you want not make
0: this? Yeah, I mean. Yeah.
1: But I'm saying Italian cut. I'm too African for European yeah. cut. I'm way too African, man, European <laughs> cut. It's just, no, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm not mad at, I'm not I'm not really good at looking at through designers and picking yeah. through. That just ain't my thing. But I don't knock no nothing, nigga. Man, if you a fresh nigga, yeah. man, do your fresh thing. I just want you to be masculine with it. Like, you ain't got to steal the lady shit. Come on, some designer glasses. I've I been, man, the, the frames I be designer. wearing, you gotta come out friend, with some designer if you like, see the frames I be wearing, they'll my go friends, crazy, bro. If, but designer, they can't be like too European. And y'all, But you don't want to be no lokes neither. No, like, no, no. Just But, but be, I, I ain't been wearing, I ain't been wearing dark shades. Like I want niggas see, because I'm serious. Yeah. So as you notice a lot of glasses I've been wearing clear. I'm yeah. not these niggas, I ain't hiding my yeah. eyes. Bitch you need to see. I'm serious. I yeah. believe this shit.
0: Yeah. I ain't trolling you. I believe this yeah. shit I ain't tr- I'm hey, finna fight, real.
1: kill, shoot, and die over this shit. So I wear a lot. Even the friends I be wearing before 400 dollars yeah. you know what I mean? As far as yeah. something that fit me. Yeah. And the and the truth is, man, this shit fit me. I'm that type of LA nigga, yeah. man. I'm yeah. I'm the classic quintessential Los Angeles nigga that's so. <laughs> If, if you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. so I I feel like it's important to represent it that way, and that's what, like I said, that people, <laughs> me and the Johns, me and the LA Johns, shout out to the Johns, they all over the Council of these Nuts album, but it's like, um, we them quintessential Los Angeles niggas. We ain't cutting this shit with nothing. This not cut. This one hundred seventeen percent pure Los Angeles nigga down to the core. Yeah. And I walk in every room around the country. I'm proud that we from Southern California. I wear this California shit better than everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there were times that I thought I can be into fashion, but, man, I don't got enough. I don't know how to do it. It's not my fault. Fo- I fuck with cars like we talked about. Yeah. I know where You're I'm going to do it. my thing at. Yeah. I'm going to let y'all have the fashion. Y'all niggas yeah. wear all of the European shit. I'm going to stick with this. Let me be the Los Angeles nigga I was born to be every day. Yeah. Simple.
0: Speaking of who's gonna be who, I gotta know what you think about the Diddy situation. That's What's my point, What's going like, on with all that? Because I heard you speak up on it earlier. You was yeah. like, you know, no matter what, like with the, I believe the May situation, you was like, you know, the bad mouth. I get it. Yeah.
1: I, like, and and one of these days I'm gonna I'm gonna get a chance to talk to Mace, God willing. You know what I mean? And really get it, cause he yeah. need he gonna have to tell me some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, nigga like this nigga raped my mama or something, like, I don't know how a nigga made you a millionaire and you got a bad thing to say about cuz, I'm gonna fuck what else you didn't get. Yeah. Nigga change your poor ass life is different, you know what I mean, so yeah. my thing with Diddy is there is a truth somewhere in the middle, right? Do I think Diddy is raping bitches? Fuck no. Puff ain't raping. It's not impossible, but yeah. Puff ain't raping no bitch, man, every bitch, every bitch in the world trying to get Puff some pussy. Trying to get Puff some pussy. Yeah, he ain't raping no bitch. Um, do I think Cassie? I mean, I, I, I'm sure some level of truth to it, but where is it at in the middle? I don't know. But it's really none of our business because it's in their bedroom, mm. right? I, I think Puff is in a situation where either he didn't became entirely too powerful, you know what I'm saying? And now it's like- Billion dollar man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which all that man. shit is hella fluff. because ain't like Puff got billions of dollars. He can't go sell- Puff couldn't sell everything he got and have a billion fucking dollars. Yeah. But again, the way these white people value themselves and create this false sense of value that. We now we call it a nigga shit that we don't even understand what it means. Yeah. But in Puff's situation, I think he done got entirely too powerful and too mouthy, and now people are making attacks. Those same attacks would have been suppressed. Mm-hmm. Those same attacks would have been suppressed by the people that's backing him up and all that. Now you just, he he didn't live long enough. He, he didn't lived that the hero. He didn't lived as the hero long enough to see himself become the villain. And now we're watching it like Puff. Puff choking niggas out, punching on niggas and all that, and running around and now they say he's raping bitches and robbing niggas. Who is this puff? This ain't the puff that <laughs> I remember when I was younger. Yeah. This nigga done turned into pops. He done turned into shoes. Yeah. Feel me? So it's 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 one of them things, man, where it's like I, I hate to see it happening to him like that. And I hate that the narrative amongst other black folks is like, okay, if he did it, let's let's like any other person, let's let's yeah. see him prove it in court before we just jump off the rail. I jump. feel
0: like it all started with, for him, with the Keefe D situation. Like when all that popped off and they were talking about, oh, did he, you know, just his name just even coming up in the conversation. It was like the media or just the people at hand did not want to let his name go. Mm-hmm. They wanted to keep him in the melting pot. You know what I'm saying? It sounded too good. It made too much noise.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so, like, once that happened, that kind of fizzles out. Now here comes all the allegations of all these chicks. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's like, damn, they kind of like. money
1: because none of it is criminal. And this is my problem. Yeah. Like, like did, you know who went through this? Cat Williams went through
0: this.
1: Hmm. Um, real story. I never told this story. So right when I went through this kind of, like, I was going through this cocoon. I was in this cocoon, like, you know, 2011 to 2019. Where, like, I was transforming myself from just a street nigga, the crip, charm dealer, into a real rapper, into a real hip hop artist. And it wasn't a lot of things I could do from that time to make money. I couldn't really go on tours. Like, I tried to put out some music, but I, I wasn't focused enough because it's like trying to have a job and be in medical school. So I was learning all this shit from 11 to 19. Yeah. And um, I say that to say that. Um, More than anything, dog, puff ass, even, even back to the Keefy D thing, even back to that point, right? I agree they are holding him to the to the to the fire, right? They hold him to the motherfucking fire. But uh, it's just all of this shit at once. All of this shit at once, all of this shit of 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 he supposed to did this, he did this, he did that, he did this, he did that. He did this. He did that. But there's no criminal charges. Back to my point. So as I'm going through this metamorphosis, Cat Williams comes to my studio. He wants me to do some music for him. Right? He like, uh, man, glasses, you know, blah, blah, This is the time when everybody's saying Cat Williams is on drugs. I'm like, oh, man, Cat Williams on drugs. I remember that time. Cat man. Williams on drugs. So when he reaches out, he's like, man, I want to do a song with glasses. It's like, yeah, it's Cat Williams, girl. Like, pull up. So he comes. He got like two, three girls with him. They set up a bar. I was building this two studios upstairs at my studio. They set up a bar in one of the open setups. It wasn't finished. He sets up a bar with liquor. He got some girls setting it up. So he's in there talking to me, and I'm listening to this nigga talk to me. I done sold a lot of rocks, man. This nigga ain't on drugs. I ain't sold a lot of shine. This nigga not on drugs. He talking to me. I'm like, this nigga too conscious. Like He too aware of everything, and he telling me what he's going through. He like, yeah, G-Man. Them motherfuckers ain't never brought me to no court. I never went to no trial. I never, nothing. He said, they just arrested me. And he was just telling me how, like, he turned down an opportunity somebody was trying to present to him that he didn't really respect. He like, I didn't did too much work. And he was like, nah, man, like, this is what this shit is all about. Like, nigga, I'm going to do what I want to do, and they can't tear me down. <clears throat> and that shit usually breaks you. But that nigga was such a cold nigga, it didn't break Cat Williams. And I remember just doing the songs with him and just really just... Being in awe cuz, like how he was moving. And I'm like, man, this nigga's a nigga. He a boy. Like, this nigga ain't no motherfucking sucker. He ain't on no, no dope. But I remember the public thing at that time. And I remember it happened to Dave Chappelle. And then I remember it happened. He I'm left. watching it. I'm he watching that stuff. Yeah. So again, there is something going on when these people are entirely too powerful and have too much control of their career and they mm-hmm. and their path that allows them to become a villain. And it's so easy for us to take it, you know, what these people are saying about the people that we love. Even now, like, you got all these random people, like, I'm I'm so upset at all these people, like, finding a moment to kick this man when he down. You know what I mean? I don't they wait give a for
0: fuck. it. They wait for it, man. You
1: know what I mean? Every time. Like, I was saying that shit about Cat Williams, shit about Dave Chappelle, and I'm like, then I'm watching it happen to Puff. Now, again, if Puff is guilty or whatever, Man, let's let this man face his accuser and go through the criminal process like everybody else. But this nigga ain't got one criminal charge through this whole shit. He ain't that powerful because this shit wouldn't be happening if he had that much power. But it got to be a reason everybody coming after the money. It happened to Michael Jackson. It got to be a reason when people only coming after the money. Ain't no criminal charge. You mean he's this this menace and not one criminal charge?
0: I don't know if this makes sense, but I try to analyze it as such of if you really look at it right once you get like a certain amount of bread it's like you're not allowed to own you anymore yeah you're not in control of how you move you're not in control of what you're allowed to say like you say some shit that's outlandish, can cancel you you know what I'm saying can fuck you over like you have to move to a certain light to continue to still have your wealthiness so some people that try to break away from that like the Puffs or the Bill Cosby's. Yeah. You know, people like that, they're trying to get Dave Chappelle. These niggas have made millions upon millions on their own. So they don't want no type of, you ain't going to control me. Look at Dave Chappelle. Where that nigga run to Africa? Mm-hmm. That nigga was gone. But like, Said, fuck this but, shit.
1: But a nigga like Martin Lawrence, it broke. And now we watching him put himself back together. Remember he went through all that shit where they found him out there on drugs, tripping, running around crazy. Or at least that's what they say. I ain't never confirmed it because I talked to him, but I'm saying yeah. they break you, I mean, especially if they paying you to make you. They like, hold up, we got you, we own you, we control you, don't speak against the program. So somewhere with Puff, man, it's, it's somebody's hella mad and no longer shading him from a lot of the things that happen to rich black men. I ain't, my whole life they've been telling me all these rich, wealthy black men in hip hop is gay. I ain't never heard them say that about white people that's wealthy. White people in music, that's wealthy. I ain't never heard him say that about white people in acting in Hollywood, that's healthy. I ain't never heard him say none of that. But all these wealthy black men in hip hop is supposed again, some of this shit is just bullshit and I don't fuck with it. You know, what I mean, I ain't subscribing. Now, what what's happening with Puff Cuz is somewhere in the middle. You know, what I mean, do I think he raping all these bitches? I don't believe that. Do I think he um he's a he's a shrewd businessman? Yeah, but he's supposed to be. He the one that paid his youth and everything to learn what he knows to make all these hit records. You know, all that, all these niggas, bullshit, because you niggas ain't made a half a record without cuz. You ain't made a half. The only niggas to me, the locks, they can say something because they went on and did some shit. rest you niggas, cuz I ain't made a half a fucking hit record without cuz. Why y'all can't make no hit? None of these niggas made half a hit records without cuz. If you niggas got it, cuz, then what are we talking about? But again, he paid for it. He learned. He loved his shit, and he paid for it. You know what I mean? With his, he, he, so it's, it's right that he does the business he does because he is the value to himself. Right. You know what I mean? The rest of these niggas, they benefit off of his talents, and then they have talent. But let's see you do the business with your talent. So how I feel about Puff is I think Puff is really under attack, and I feel like instead of people who coming out that he did give them an opportunity and changed their life, it's easier to just kick Cuz when he down. Yeah.
0: You
1: know what I mean it's just easier to kick Cuz when he down.
0: Yeah,
1: and I got a lot of partners that fuck with Cuz. Yeah, if he fucking niggas and all that ain't none of these niggas, half of these niggas sla- nip fuck with Cuz. Nip ain't never thought that nigga. Yeah. When we talk about Cuz, he ain't never thought that problem. Fuck with Cuz, he never thought that. I
0: mean, he did have a problem with. With fab was saying, Man, why don't you never party with me, man? Why don't you never invite me to
1: your birthday? Oh, Puff say, Puff say all kinds of A lot of these niggas say some filthy <laughs> shit. He said, I oh.
0: like it like that, Daddy. Pause. Yeah. He, he be on one, bro. Yeah. I don't know if he do it because he know people say it, so he just kind of embrace it. I, make I
1: think some of these niggas get entirely too comfortable with their sexuality and allow things to be funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I remember seeing. He I, some shit, bro. I remember yeah. Charlotte Mag was talking to the nigga, uh, Talk about, yeah, if this nigga get, get off, him, I'll suck his dick. That's not even something to be... You know what I mean? But again, that's also <laughs> rooted in a lot of masculinity while we don't play with sexuality.
0: Yeah. But, but just... I
1: do think it's a freeing element once you get money yeah. to express humor at higher levels for those type of people. So, yeah, I do think Puff fuck with niggas. He's a fucking... He's a dick like that. So I'd imagine him being a funny nigga. But you ain't going to tell me he fucking all the bitches and all the niggas.
0: Yeah, because I feel like this, right? I was like, damn... I'm like, I'm just waiting for the niggas to come out the mix. There are going to be some people, that can, hey, some men it? that come out, which I don't think th- I don't think there is. Like, I yeah. fuck with Puff. Puff is, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, he's iconic, bro, for what he's done, not yeah. only for himself, but like you said, for Other others, bro. Other black men.
1: Because he didn't change, title.
0: like you said, he didn't change uh, niggas' lives. lives. So no matter what the fuck he did, you, everybody else could say something. You really can't say shit because he changed your life, bro. You got to kind of just roll with the punches.
1: I mean, you really supposed to come out and be standing up for him. But again, we in that time now.
0: If you do, you get thrown in the mix with the wood, right in the mix of the wood, in the lion's den, bro. But you, if there. you
1: like this right now, we doing this right now, right? So I mean, that's yeah. this. Man, a nigga self-made. So unless you like, why, why is all these other niggas under attack to where if you stand up for another brother, that changed your life? Like there was a time when niggas was talking shit about Birdman. Nigga can't tell me nothing about Birdman, bro. And I'm not saying it because a nigga changed my life, because I ain't never saw it. And I don't give a fuck what they saying about Birdman business. I can't say it. So when they was talking all that shit about Birdman business, I can't, I stood up on every platform. I can't vouch for that. Yeah. Pay me and extra pay me. And I ain't no threat to this nigga. Like, this nigga got millions of dollars. Right. That nigga taught me the upon business. Millions Yeah. That nigga taught me the business, never denied me to know the business. It was always a, so you had a uh, relationship a, to really. this man. I love that nigga, man. That nigga never meet? held no business. Huh? How y'all meet? Back ten. That's lie. Yeah, ten, another nigga taught me the business. I don't give a fuck what niggas is saying. Yeah. But again, you can see that these niggas ain't men because they don't stand up for other men that changed their life. How you not gonna be accountable? Like, Puff is up to Puff to deal with Puff shit. But all you niggas that's hopping on a bandwagon to get an interview to talk bad about, cause you niggas is bitches. Straight up, that is some girl shit. That's some woman shit, you know, bullshit. I ain't fucking with that. Let yeah. that man deal with his cases the way everybody else get to deal with their cases. Yeah. Why the fuck is Amon, I got to jump in. This ain't got nothing to do with me. And if anything, if he changed change my life, I for sure would be standing up for because
0: Because to me, that's a nigga that's been waiting to say something. Yeah. That's a nigga that's been waiting on his, that's some snake shit. That's waiting on your opportunity to strike. Behind his back instead of to his face, why just walk in there and just go strike Sheep. him if yeah. you've been had a problem? Puff with ain't him.
1: that hard to get to where you can't squabble, Puff.
0: I heard. I think he will get out. Yeah, I,
1: set, <laughs> I heard him talking to the little actor on the corner. I couldn't even believe it because that's what made me start thinking this shit might be trouble. Like I saw a cut was talking to the actor on that corner when he was dressed like the Joker.
0: Hey, now they—you know—they told him he can't do that no more. Man, they'd have to they to—they banned him as being that. First following. off, Puff
1: would have to squabble me cut right there. Yeah. You ain't finna be saying all that shit to me. You can squabble me, nigga, right now. Fuck it, bro. <laughs> you
0: never thought you would ever squabble with a joker uh, in your boy. life. <laughs> shit, Puff would
1: have to, yeah, to squabble me.
0: Yeah. Squabble <laughs>
1: me. Now you talk to that man on that corner, man, I had to squabble Puff. Cause you, Puff, cause we had to line that shit up, bro. I'm not. Yeah, You can't do all that to me, bro. We gonna see. Yeah. But so, nah, I, the thing is, I think somewhere it's true in the middle. Yeah. I mean, I think Puff probably a little wild boy, but. I don't think it's, he's nowhere near as bad as everybody trying to act like he is. I think yeah. everybody just ungrateful and they forgot that they was begging for the opportunity to be around this nigga because of what he knew. And then now that he won't let him be around him no more, it's like I'm mad. Cassie's right. is different. They shit is- Yeah, they shit. Yeah. Person. That's that's love. I, I won't talk mean. to none of them my- <laughs> I ain't getting no homeboy shit or no yeah. brother shit about them in love.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because
1: I don't know what kind of shit y'all was doing. You be fucking with the old schools, huh? Yeah, that's it. Story of my life. What you got? Uh I got some new shit. I really ain't been trying to talk Car about
0: wise, it. Car wise, you know what I'm saying? What you got? Like hey, ain't gotta talk about the motor. I, gotta, I know how I be, because if a nigga yeah, racing, yeah. you no, ain't no. about to.
1: Uh I got a few different things. I got a Malibu wagon. I got my mirror that didn't say i love. was working on that one. 58 wagon. Uh Cabriolet, 79 Cabriolet, the Cadillac, low rider that we working on. Yeah. Uh You taking it off frank? 70, 67 and probably convertible. Yeah, everything. That, them shits being in line yeah. Because I ain't rich enough to be doing all this shit at once.
0: I mean, shit. <laughs> if you think about it, no, true. But, you know, fuck around. You can get the frame powder coated, probably. You know what I'm saying? Take the motherfucker off. Get the motherfucker
1: powder This is right how hand, I look, honey. right? I, I feel like right now I've been, my whole shit is just cancel these nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? The album. So I'm doing all my promo run. This shit, one person. Yeah. Like, all this shit, if you see me on The Breakfast Club, that's because somebody from The Breakfast Club uh, uh, uh see an Envy fuck with me. Right. Taylor, the producer, fuck with me. Somebody yeah. fuck with me. If if I do math, it's because I fuck with math. If, yeah. This is just maintaining relationships. I'm in the bays because I'm one of those guys, and they can show me love. So yeah. you got to fly yourself, get you there. So I'm paying all this money, yeah. and I'm selling all of my albums at the Crip Store, at my yeah. website. Well, let's www. go racing, w- nigga. We can always make some Crip extra bread, bro. I know, but I... So during Y'all this time, bank, no, but during this time, I haven't had it. So I only got a chance to finish my motor. Shout out to Dustin. Yeah. Dustin is dope. Uh, 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 hold up. Dustin Lee. You know, my trans is crazy. Shout out to Mike Transmission. Yeah. Um, I got my drive train together, but my shit ain't together. But also, I I can't hustle my race car in that regard. Yeah. Like, I love it too much. You know what I mean? That, now, that's not going to raise for money.
0: Car. There's nothing on that car that's going to break that you can fix for $100. Yeah, no. Nothing. That's no, over. Nothing. No, There's it. nothing on that car, bro.
1: It's like when we was talking about the heads, like, and all of that, right? Um, I, I really do shit in a... Nigga, the nigga who designed the heads did mm. my port work. Shout That's out to Tony Mammo. Like That's So a it's not like an outskirt nigga that I took and got my heads fully ported and polished and all yeah. that. No. This nigga designed the heads yeah. for Airflow Research.
0: Well, you know, John Keller Sr., shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? John, you know what I'm saying? Keller shout, Racing. Yeah. They do roundabouts, so they do like NASCAR. Roundabout, That's shit. his son, like No kids,
1: was the shit for a long time, and niggas we couldn't even fuck. They with.
0: got like he was like, man, I remember when they first came out, he, they dropped him a set of eight, like eight sets of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ended up getting that shit. I've had two of those eight sets. Nice. And his daddy, you know what I'm saying? He's been in the game for twenty years. They didn't won NASCAR cups, all that shit. I,
1: I, we had a white boy like his name was Joe Sherman from Sherman Racing. Yeah. And uh, rest in peace to Joe. Shout out yeah. to his kids. Shout mm-hmm. out to Larry Kennedy, all the good folks over there on that racing scene. But yeah. He was like that with airflow too. He had been porting heads. Uh, my God, pops got me in the racing. Rob, my dad. Yeah. Shout out to my dad. Yeah. You know they got me in the racing, and my God, pops helped me understand how important heads was. So yeah, we, head work we,
0: is important. It's bro. everything. It's heads everything. and cam
1: is all your horsepower. It's everything. Heads and cam. So Joe Sherman. Shout out to Sherman Racing and everything they were doing. Mm. But they were on heads and you know porting, and polishing cylinder heads and race cars early. Yeah. So just like, just shout out shout out to Keller and all of them. They yeah. was all in that early set. They was all in that early set, and dynoing and getting power. So I fuck with it for a real passion. Just like music, though. Yeah. Where I'm at with hip hop, it can't be about money. Yeah. You have to do business. This is why I sell all of my music at www.thecryptstore.com. That don't mean that <laughs> no. Spotify ain't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what that don't mean Spotify ain't streaming <laughs> no, my shit. Mean, that don't mean Apple don't got my shit. Shout out to Ebro and all the people that push my shit up at Apple and love yeah. I get, but it's up yeah. to me to sell my shit and make it work. Right. So right now all my money been in marketing, my 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 brand, my music, reintroducing myself to the landscape, introducing the Giants, the LA Giants, shout out to the homies, yeah. Joey and Deuce. It's all been about introducing that shit to the landscape. And this shit is expensive. This ain't no punk.
0: No. you flying no. to New York,
1: you fucking with this shit. No, it's not. And bay.
0: like, you know, fucking with them cars and your cars, those aren't cheap. Yeah. You and know so, what I'm saying? To put them together. That's so, not a cheap hobby, bro. My
1: drivetrain, my, yeah,
0: it's not you cheap know, my converter
1: done, my trans done, my engine done. Yeah. Now I gotta start fucking with the car. Yeah. You know, making sure the car hook up no matter where it's at. But it's a for me. They look at the car me. and
0: don't know that car is $60,000, $70,000 car exactly. sitting there. It's going to cost old so. school. It costs yeah, money to, cost nigga, to, to keep them together. I feel you, it's an expensive yeah. hobby, especially when a nigga has something that costs some expensive living and having to make a move. Nigga got to take a, a It's pit. like you investing in your business. The motherfucker's going to sit on the back burner for a little bit.
1: For right now. So, yeah. like right now, be there. Yeah, right now, it's all about this shit. You know what I mean? But me, like I told you, my nigga Gene, shout out to Gene Sanders, all the homies that's with Yeah, us. shout out to Gene, you know, man, you know I mean? my but nigga. We working behind the scenes to make sure right around 2025, yeah. like all this car shit is done. Yeah. Ain't nobody fucking around. We finna take all of that too, but it's just right now I got to do the business, this record business, this music business. I got to sell my music. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got to sell www.thecryptstore.com, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> Spotify, Apple, all that, you feel me, we on, like, that's what it is.
0: Yeah, no, that's live, man, you know, is that, what's some of the features that's on that album that you did?
1: Uh, Really just the LA Giants. Yeah. Just the homies, bro, like, I Don't got Free on down. there, Cocaine, yeah. Jelly Roll does a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, there we my go. My little sister, Nikina. Kimber Nicole is a dope female artist. EP produced the whole album. EP, watched can watch Jordan Dams. Um, Alicia, she sang on Us. She been on my ass about it because she felt like she didn't get enough credit. Yeah. But um, it's really just a brainstorm of just L.A. resurfacing, like our attitude.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like you see a lot of other things, but you don't really see our attitude in a lot of ways. Yeah. And our attitude towards a lot of shit going on. And that's what we focused on.
0: Say so you want to take that back. You want to get back into the reins of that.
1: I mean, I think it's just where we at. L.A. ain't changed enough for me to believe nothing
0: else.
1: It ain't changed enough for me to believe nothing
0: else.
1: When I'm hanging out, because it ain't like niggas is hanging out wearing skirts or purses.
0: Right. Niggas still just tripping.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I can't, I can't, I got to let them know we still where we at with it.
0: Any shows, anything coming up soon?
1: We doing our own shit. We producing a concert like a house party.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I really ain't looking to do shows for other people. I'm Good. more residency. Even
0: just for yourself. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm no, right no, yeah, no, no, yeah. We finna
1: do some we finna do some dope shit. Yeah. Uh we doing a residency, like I said, it's a it's a concert produced like a house party. We give gonna give niggas the real treatment. You know what I mean? That's gonna be live, right? You don't there. come and really get to come to LA for real. Give it an old school feel. Yeah, you ain't finna I ain't you don't get to drink what niggas drinking, you don't get to really hang the way niggas hang. Yeah. And that's all we focused on, man, making it a cultural experience for everybody, all this shit.
0: Yeah. Straight up. Who you feel like right now, like up and coming, like top two up and coming right now in LA. You say like, man, they got it. They just got to kind of stay in the
1: mix. I love what Zo is doing, hmm. and I like what Famous Uno is doing. Um, I like how Zo rap. I just yeah. it's like an energy. He just probably need to be produced. You know what I mean? Like yeah. know, I think he got a natural knack for it, producing. Then there's it's so music is not even like that no more. Where it's like these niggas like right is nigga who got the shit at the time when they got the shit. You know what I mean? It, it ain't, right. I don't know if it's gonna go back to that space no more where it's like one nigga is just dominating. You know what I mean? I love what Perico do, I love what Conrad do. I love what different niggas do when they doing it. Whoever got the shit, Fig Newton, I love what niggas is doing their thing. I love that RB shit that Blast got going on and my little nephew, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like different niggas, they got different things, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's the landscape is so diverse because it's they've been learning about LA niggas for forty years. You know what I mean? So yeah. now we just showing off the diversity of it all. Yeah. I appreciate that.
0: Is there anything uh, you want to tell your fans or the viewers? You know what I'm they saying? you want you want to any last <laughs> finishing touches you want to leave know. them with?
1: Man, they already know. Man, I'm feeling just it's going to just be bad.
0: Bad <laughs> 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 for niggas, girl. Hey man, I appreciate you for sliding. Yeah, through.
1: We talked. Remember yeah. last? We talked about this last. We at yeah. the other spot, right? So yeah. we was gonna do this, and the homie was trying to link us and shit. Yeah. So, yeah and we
0: finally, an hey, we finally, man, it was an honor to sit down with you because, like I said, I've known about you since 2008. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like since you've been in the game. So like, and you came out swinging then. So it was an honor to sit down with you. You know, a real batter upper
1: you know, and just you and know, once we jump off, we to talk about some of this, we're gonna talk about some of this, this racist shit, but yeah, yeah. yeah we for eventually sure. we eventually gotta have a real conversation. Yeah. I don't know how we do it because I don't think no Man. jumper audience really wanna hear about how far we're gonna go into this car shit. Yeah, I, but I, we, I just we'll figure, to figure, figure to out the right the surfaces
0: of it yeah. though, you I, know. You, you know what I'm gonna get with High Ride?
1: I'm gonna get with High Ride. Yeah. And, Cause they need some urban content. Yeah. Like High Ride magazine and all these Y'all need some urban content and y'all need to hear Race it from our perspective. Race it we from our perspective. Real I, I perspective. got real Hey man, I got
0: some real stories, real man. Real, real footage of, man, yeah. cars really running. Yeah, you doing know what I'm saying. Deep. Putting race motors in pretty
1: cars. I, I like that, though. The second track people giving you your head. That's, yeah. That's slick. Yeah. yeah, That's important.
0: Man was whooping shit with a little they bit of They don't even know Fortune what's wrong. Series, but it's all good. <laughs> hey. The Sharp Tank. No jumper. Yeah. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. Hey, Donnie, shoot us out the motherfucking gym.